Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Chris Wildman, Chief Technology Officer for CloudSight. So, Chris, how are you doing today? Well, how are you? Good. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you very much for taking the time and having me. Uh, it's a pleasure yeah. to be here. Yeah, CloudSight sounds uh, sounds kind of like uh, an oxymoron because clouds are cloudy and you can't see through them, but sight uh, is seeing. So, but tell me about CloudSight. What's the premise of the company? You know, it is it is kind of an oxymoron. Um, our our logo is kind of second to none. It's a giant cloud with an eyeball in the middle of it. But uh, yeah, it's it 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 is one of those. Uh, I've actually never thought of it that way. But it, it is kind of a it is kind of a play on terms there, isn't it? So, um, CloudSight is uh, is a visual cognition and understanding API, a, an API that um, processes uh, media that runs through a bunch of different microservices that will give you a visual understanding of, of the media that you send through it. So, uh, cool. for example, you, you take a picture of something and you send it through our API and within milliseconds, you'll get back a, a very richly detailed explanation of what that picture is. Uh, it's actually very fascinating artificial intelligence, uh, kind of groundbreaking cool. stuff. It's really fun to work with and, and really, really state-of-the-art stuff. So. Is it uh, machine vision? You, know, you give it a picture of a dog, and or what? Like, uh, or is it beyond that? It's it's a little bit beyond that. So we so we actually find that uh, that many people in this space do what's called uh, what's called classification. So yeah, so uh, some a lot of a lot of uh, similar APIs will be given like a picture of a dog, and they'll return, uh, for example, the word dog, or a picture of a cat, and they'll return cat. Whereas if you send us a picture of a dog, we'll actually return you, uh, for example, golden retriever laying on a hardwood floor, um, something in that wow. nature. So we're actually more into the rather than um, rather than categorization, we are more into the um, fine grain detail object recognition of what's actually going on in the picture, rather than just the the bucket that it might fall into. So how would this? Um... You know, I don't know. It just doesn't come to mind. How would this be useful? What what kinds of uses have you put it to that you know again were useful? So yeah, so that's that's actually a, a really good question. So a, a lot of uh, a lot of people use it for um, a lot of our customers would use it for like a, a cataloging, uh, for like discovering products in their catalog or going through their catalog search and discovery. Um, a lot of a lot of places would use it for um, just discovering products that they may may have, taking a picture of something. Uh, where they wouldn't have to type out, have people type out a description or whatnot, uh, and then just like digital media management. So, like, say you have just a whole bunch of pictures that you want to understand what's in them. You can send them through our API and then get back detailed descriptions of them. Um, it's it it takes kind of the workload off of off of you or off of your end user um, to get details about a whole a whole bucket of images that you might have. Um, and and put right, it on go our, our like, API. You know, so if you had to go through like a hundred thousand images, I could see this would be uh, a huge help. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Basically, if you wanted okay. to take if you, if you wanted to yeah if you wanted to take your load off of off of your end user or off of a team at your internal company, uh, our API would be a would be a perfect platform for that. 
What um what kind of companies would have to look through like thousands of, of images? Well, kind of like I mentioned before, um, we 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 recognize kind of the high level uh, businesses that kind of would use us on our website. Um, marketplaces, retail, and digital media management are the ones that we highlight on our website mm -hmm. uh, that kind of you get, kind of use our API. Um, places using looking to you know take a picture and not have their end users write out a description or um, retail going through a product catalog um, to improve kind of the searching of their product catalog or the digital their digital media management um, kind of understanding what's in their media like the whole the whole picture rather than just bits and pieces of it um, like a true understanding of what's going on in that picture so it sounds like I mean you've gone beyond again the normal image classification um, so I, I don't know if you you know I don't know if it's proprietary but I would guess you have an AI that classifies the image and then maybe you have another layer of AI that takes it further from there. And, you know, like you said, the dog is a golden retriever laying on this next to that. I mean, do you have to string together like multiple AIs to not only figure out what's in a picture, but get a description of it? We really have. So, so we, we do a couple of things there. So we do, we do the classification part. We've also strung together several different microservices of AIs that, that work independently and also learn from their own failures, which is really fascinating stuff to, to kind of, when you get under the hood of it, to see how it works is really interesting. Um, we're also one of, one of, if not the few or only um, companies in the marketplace that leverage hybrid intelligence. So we kind of do the best of both worlds with um, both the machine learning and have human beings as part of the equation as well. So not only is like our our computer vision doing a bulk of the work, but then we have human beings that are also working with the computer to help the computer learn at a better and faster rate. Um, so rather than just relying on the computer to correct its own mistakes, um, we, we leverage hybrid intelligence, which helps kind of take the best of both worlds, both the human aspect and the computer vision aspect to get the real, true, like visual understanding of the depth and the quality of an image or of media um, that that computer vision couldn't otherwise get on its own training. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Um, okay. So what what um how does the API work? You know, let's say again, I you know I sell clothing and I have like I don't know you know three thousand kind of different kinds of dresses. Like how do I work with your API? What's the steps? So the, there are a couple of different ways. So you can reach out to our sales team and they can hook you up with different, uh, there are different levels of packages you could sign up with on our website, or you could, uh, like I mentioned, reach out to our sales team and they can hook you up with something custom um, to integrate with our API. Uh, it's pretty easy to use. Uh, you get an API key. And then uh, there are several different ways you can send images through our API to get uh, to get tagged and return the results back to yourself as the end user. Mm. Um, so what's, where is this going? You know, you have, I'm sure you're always working on your API, refining the models and everything. What do you think is going to be possible for a cloud site in the next year or several years? Like where is the, where is the everything headed towards? Um, specifically with the API, I think, I think we're just going to see advance advancements in speed, um, both in like our microservices and just in how the API operates and what we're going to be able to do with the technology. Um, I kind of see 
um, advancements in the computer vision area where we'll be able to split out into even more microservices and computer vision models than we have now and be able to do kind of even more detailed and advanced um, tagging and classification and breakdown of, of, of images than we even do now. Um, I think that, I think that really the sky's the limit. I think that it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, um, it's an ever growing industry, right? So it's, it's, it's constantly changing and we're just, we're exploring all different kind of opportunities of, of the different things that we can do. Um, and it's, it's, it's all very fascinating stuff. So like, what, what is the, what does the future hold? It's just, it's forever changing. Um, that's a great question. Well, what kind of surprising insights have you gotten from, you know, from working with the API and your, your models? Maybe funny things where there was a hilarious misclassification or things that were really curious or interesting that you saw? Um, <laughs> not much, not, not much that I can really go into detail on the podcast, but it, it is, it is interesting okay. to watch. It, it is interesting to, as a human, to visually watch a, um, computer vision model quote unquote grow and learn and as you pass it images uh images through and have it learn and and try to attempt to tag an image at the level of detail that we are looking to achieve um and and just see it try and try and try again and what it comes up with as you can imagine there are quite a bit of of humorous tags um but at the same time there are even there are exponentially more tags that are incredibly impressive that it comes up with. And it's just, some of them are just mind blowing at how the tags that, that the, that the model can come up with can be so much better than it's like I, like I as a human being would have trouble coming up with a tag. That's the quality as good as the tag that the computer comes up with. Sometimes it's, it's quite impressive really? what it can do. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, this, this seems kind of uh I don't know, like a sister area to facial recognition. Are you guys going to be working in that area at all, or is that you know beyond the scope of what you do? Um, it, facial recognition is, in a lot of ways, kind of a sister area to to the the visual understanding of images. Um, is it something that we're going to explore? I'm not really sure. That's kind of up to our CEO. That'd be more of a question for him. Mm, okay. Um, okay. How fast is the uh, API? You know, let's say again, I have X number of images to put in there. Like how long does it take on average to get the results back? We're seeing most images being returned from the API in a uh, couple hundred milliseconds at this point. A lot, a lot of the, a lot of the speed that we're, a lot of the latency that we're seeing um, from our API at this point is purely the transfer of the image file itself. Um, so moving an image file around just due to its sheer size uh, across across the internet is the cause of a lot of our latency at this point. The the, the moving it, processing it through our our models and through our um, actual architecture through the API itself, the lines of code is very fast. Wow, that's crazy. Is it perceived by the customer to be real time or like what's the lag that they perceive? Um, I would say it's it's perceived by the customer to be near real time. Um, but it's it's not it's 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 as close to the real time as we can get right now. Um one of the things that we are we're we're exploring a, a solution right now to get it a little bit closer to the, the real time threshold. 
Um, but we're still, I, I would say it's, 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 I would, I would classify it as, as near real time at this point. We're, we're fighting with a couple of, of basic HTTP issues right now. Uh, most notably uh, per our API documentation, um, we still require our users to do a, a send of an image with a post and then to pull our API with a git for a response. And so we're looking into ways to develop a, what we're considering like a long polling option where you can send and then keep almost like a socket open and get a response that back. Um, that's where I would argue, that's where I would argue it would be more of a real-time solution. Um, some people might present our solution just due to its pure speed as being real-time right now. Uh, I'm a little bit more picky than that. So I would say we're near real-time solely because we do require our customers to do a a send and then a a request for receive response. Um, if we could do a, a send and then kind of hold the the line open and then get the response back when it's ready, that that to mm. me would be more of a real time answer. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Well, but that's I, but know. that's just unfortunately that's a that's a a complicated problem to solve. A lot of the research that we've done on that has just been has been a little bit almost running into brick walls at every end. Um, it seems that mm. it's just a native a native issue with HTTP these days that um, we're, we're struggling to find a correct solution for right now. So we're looking at ways to, to possibly build our own answer for that at scale, so. Okay, very cool. So what's the best way, I mean, it's probably the website, but what's the best way for people to find out more you know, to see what the API can do and to uh, to ask questions. Yeah, the best way for people to uh, to explore what we do is to check out our website, cloudsite.ai. Uh, obviously, we have our API documentations. There's links on our website for that. Uh, we're also trying. We're also pretty active on our blog. It's blog.cloudsite.ai. Uh, we have some cool articles up there. One of the neat things that we just implemented is uh, we're now accepting Lightning payments for uh, API credits, so you can send uh, payments via the Lightning Network to get API credits, uh, which is pretty so awesome. You mean the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Yes, I do. Yeah, the Bitcoin Lightning Network. Uh, so we can you can oh, wow. buy you you can purchase API credits using the Bitcoin Lightning Network uh, for the CloudSite hmm. API, which is awesome. Uh, and then uh, we have a we have a latest blog post about that. We kind of dive in a little bit about the tech behind that, which is cool. And then. We uh, we encourage all of our developers with questions to go to Stack Overflow, uh, and then uh, our development our our uh, development team is very active on Stack Overflow, and so uh, a lot of times we find that uh, that it's uh, basic questions that other developers can help answer uh, with just sending HTTP requests via an, you know an iOS application or something like that or if it's a little more complicated than a member of our dev team will, will chime in, and it's it's a great community that then the questions are out there for others if they run into it to uh, to research and to um, get their questions answered without having to to go too far. So okay, well, very good. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, and thanks for letting me know. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's been great. Uh, look forward to uh, hopefully chatting again in the future. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review to discover more future technologies 
that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. 